just became a raven. Your art matters. It's what got me here. Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've watched 30 episodes of One Tree Hill. And I'm Sarah and I've seen One Tree Hill probably about like 10 times. (laughs) And I'm Mary and I've seen it probably three times all the way through. (laughs) And tonight's episode for debate is season two, episode eight, Truth, Bitter Truth. Keeping up the appearances. My half brother. My half brother. <laughs> Keeping up with the Joneses. Danny Glover. I'm fooling myself. How you doing, Boozy? I'm fooling myself. I thought I smelled something. Oh, that's gank. And I think it's coming from you. She always backs down. Karen, grow a pet. Tell Lucas he's a little shit and stick with it. Yeah, you're talking about you, Pooh. I need a doctor. I don't know, he'd be off somewhere battling, wearing a dress. When do you plan to start living? You know, like the person you've become, then do something about it because no one's going to do it for you. So, my friends, welcome to the High Flyers Club. Baby, <laughs> baby. This is for my mom. Ravens are free. Yeah. One, two, three. So hello and welcome to the Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, where it is always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in, as tonight's episode for debate is Season 2, Episode 8, Truth, Bitter, Truth, Dom. We're here, but we are not alone, my friend. We are with Sarah and Mary from America, One Tree Hill fandom's finest one tree hill memories on yes instagram. we are 60, followers pretty much on your instagram page for one tree hill the fandom runs deep thank you for joining us oh yeah thanks for having us. yeah thanks for having us <laughs> <laughs> well before we go any further you both are gonna have to raise your right hand and please vow promise that you will not spoil anything for Dom because Dom has only seen up until this episode. He has never seen anything beyond this episode. So please, okay. can you can we see your right hand? We have to see him both. There we go. All promise, right. Promise to not spoil <laughs> him. Promise, I no spoilers. Promise. <laughs> Dom, do you accept? I accept. Thank you very much. <laughs> so Mary sarah tell us the story here so for people that don't know we've got a this is a mother-daughter combination here um and i mean people can't see but the wall behind you is flooded with one tree hill memorabilia and pictures from the conventions and sarah you sarah you were on our episode on episode two of season two so we've already spoken to you about you know how uh you know the conventions and all that side of stuff but mary and Sarah, how did this begin? Who who watched One Tree Hill first? Who introduced it to who? Did you watch it together or how how did this all start? I watched it first and then I well, I watched the whole series and then I told her, like, oh my god, you gotta watch this show. 
and then you watched it. And then she got mm-hmm. us starting watching it. We watched it once all the way through, and I was I was hooked by like episode two. Yeah. So um, we watched that pretty quickly, and we watched it, you know, a couple times since then. And yeah, it's been just amazing. Well, that was a, that was a long time ago, though. That was like eight years ago. That was not eight years ago. It was eight <laughs> years ago. I promise. <laughs> so. Okay, and so. Um, Sarah, we know that, I mean, and remember, we can only talk about the characters that Dom has seen so far. Uh, but if yeah. I remember correctly, Peyton was was like your favorite character, right? Brooke Davis. Oh, Brooke. Okay. And mm-hmm. Mary, who would you say your uh, favorite character from the first two seasons would be? I would have to say Karen. Okay. Yeah, I really love Karen. So I'm a single mom too, so you know i kind of resonate with her but i just love karen dom comments <laughs> karen <laughs> we uh we have a, a strange uh sort of thing about karen in that sometimes in the first season she was a bit of a she was incredibly passive uh, and would just let things happen and kind of didn't really say anything back or challenge anything and just kind of let Lucas do whatever he wanted. But now she's becoming a bit more, you know, a bit lively. And, and uh, in this episode in particular, she's um, she has a really, really good moment of, of basically standing her ground and, and making her point. I was, I was impressed with Karen in this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, yep, definitely. And who would, what would you say without any spoilers, obviously, which season of the nine would you say is your favorite season? My memory is so bad. What do you think? But be careful because remember, Dom has only seen. I honestly, maybe season four, I have to say, maybe. I think that's. That's that's a pretty popular choice. Most people are choosing like three and four. Yeah. Um, Okay, excellent. So uh, we're going to dive into this episode. So do, okay. do you, Mary, have you maybe, you probably haven't seen this then with recent I haven't seen it in eyes. a while, yeah. I just watched it last night, just like a little rewatch. <laughs> excellent. Okay, so the way that we do this is we pick we pick a character and then we go through that character's journey within this episode. So um, as our guest, which character would you like us to start with? All right, let's go with Peyton. Peyton. Okay, so let's talk about as we're sort of touching in. So Hillary Burton, this is someone that that you guys you've actually, you've met several times. Um, you know, all the different conventions and everything. Um, what I mean, what is it about Hillary Burton that um, you know that you guys are, are so drawn to? I just love you know her personality. Just caring you know she's just the type of person that I don't know she cares about everything she's just like she's just she's that type of person like when you meet her she has to talk to you she has to hug you it's just I love it she's yeah she's just incredible she makes it feel like you've you've known her forever she's she's just a sweet person and and the kids and her husband and you know her life here in New York is just it's so awesome that we live just an hour away and we're able to just kind of go there. We don't see her all the time there, but um, the candy store, the candy store mm-hmm. where she owns it. It's just, I don't know. She's just a great person. She's just very, 
unlike a celebrity, you would think how they, they may or may not be. She's just so pure and honest and good. And yeah, it's, I could go on and on. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Excellent. Okay. Well, Dom, tell us about Peyton in this episode. Uh, Peyton has a bit of a varied episode in this one, doesn't she? Because she starts off and she's quite positive. She's tidying, like kind of cleaning up at the club. Um, and she's getting help from Anna. Her and Anna are being like quite good mates now, quite chummy. Um, they go through the lost and found box at the beginning. She's always like, oh, found anything good in there. And she makes the comment about um, someone losing a shoe. Like, how do you how do you make it through a night? Uh, and then finally like you're on your way home and you haven't got your shoe how how does that even happen and then that's when anna <laughs> finds um some underwear in the box as well um mm-hmm. is that where she starts does she start there i'm trying to think if there's anywhere where she's in the episode prior to that i'm pretty sure she's there the, from the beginning of her episode we start with brooke in this episode don't we and then it goes into her sort of into payton's journey yeah yeah we yeah we start with yeah, brooke, and, then with it goes brooke with and felix yeah yeah yep yeah because yep. then brooke uh brooke phones her and she asks brooke if she's left any underwear <laughs> or lost any underwear recently and she kind of laughs that yep. off yep. and that's that's what gets uh anna invited to the slumber party that will be set up a little bit later um and where else does where does Payton does Payton go anywhere else between this? I mean, she has a conversation with Karen um, about about the drugs, about the cocaine. Is that happened before the slumber party? That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because I, I thought she'd have before. Quite, I'm pretty sure um, before. Yeah, it is before. I thought she'd have a difficult episode with Haley, and I thought so. The slumber party was quite tense and difficult between them up to up to a certain point i actually thought it would be um more difficult than that i thought peyton wouldn't go on the back of of hayley telling karen what had happened with the drugs but i'm assuming uh, i i wasn't i wasn't sure if i missed it or i kind of misheard but peyton um sorry hayley doesn't tell karen that peyton actually took the drugs it's just that they're kind of dealing in the in the private lounge kind of thing is that is that right pretty much yeah yeah that's right yeah and then um yeah yeah that's right she doesn't tell her or no she yeah she told her about the drugs but not that she did the drugs but not that Peyton did yeah and I think that that's a fair fair stance to take because there's no just because uh she witnessed it doesn't mean that Haley has to be complicit in in the lies to Peyton you know in fact if Peyton was annoyed at Haley for that then that would actually be putting Peyton in a in a bad light because why should Haley have to you know comply in my opinion right Dom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean like Peyton actually like ended up having quite a light-hearted episode on the back of this. So with the exception of her having to explain the the drug thing, she there is a slight pause when she says, "I'm not going to do. It. I I didn't want to do it, uh, and I'm not going to do it again." And she's it's almost like, okay, it's almost given away that she is going to do it again or somehow fall into this trap. Which is so what I try and do for uh, 
for you two, Sarah, Mary, if you don't, if you're not sure, is that I try and make predictions about what's going to happen with the characters. And I've been saying for the last sort of three or four, two or three episodes, sorry, is that um, Peyton will fall into this world of having to like deal drugs and take drugs with these people to to get the musicians on board. But Haley will be mm-hmm. dragged into that world as well. So it's kind of thinking that Haley would be pulled into it. So this is what mm-hmm. I've kind of put out there in the world. Um, I'm just going to wait and see, wait and see what happens. <laughs> right. Have to wait and see what happens. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so if if we if we sort of pause on Peyton there for a second, because I think it will be a situation where when we get to like the slumber party, where all of the char- all of the female characters or the younger female characters, they kind of collide and we can kind of talk about them in, in one go. Um, so maybe if we uh, talk about Brooke uh, and Felix, because that's, as you said, where the episode started. Um, so with, Dom and I have been going back and forth on Felix uh, up until this point as to whether maybe he's slightly misunderstood. We like that he was bringing in some tension at the beginning. He was shaking things up. Uh, But now I think he is actually just a complete uh, douchebag, or as we'd say here in the UK, just a knob. (laughs) (laughs) I I absolutely agree with that for sure. (laughs) Dom, how do you feel about him being a massive knob? Oh, he's just a total dick, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yes, he is. <laughs> is have, have, you, have you guys met Michael uh, Coppin in real life? Like at events yes. or anything? Yeah, we yeah, met yeah. him like two or three times. Two or three times, or, yep. yeah. yeah. And he's not a knob in real life? <laughs> Okay. No comment. Okay. No comment. <laughs> well, do you He's know coming on the show? <laughs> well, do you know what? I I wasn't going to mention it because um I I you know but I but I will I I when we do these episodes when a new character is introduced with like a new actor I usually reach out to them via like the promo of the episode and say something you know hey we. You know, Body Bar's just come on. We'd love to have a conversation with you on the podcast. You should come on, you know, and that's, and mm. we've had people on and we've got more uh, people lined up to come on, like through that. Mm. And I, as soon as I put that out, I had at least five different listeners message in and, uh, and say, don't have him on the podcast uh, because there's, he has a reputation for, um, I, don't, I mean i don't want to say because i don't necessarily know this to be true or have the information myself but people have speculated that he's maybe a little bit handsy uh with like female fans and um basically just a bit of a douchebag in real life yeah. so his invitation yeah. to the podcast is officially revoked and hey yeah fuck you michael coppin yes <laughs> absolutely <laughs> <laughs> Is, is, yes. is uh yeah apologies for our language by the way this is uh, okay. we're we're an explicit podcast with yeah so. it's totally fine yeah. uh, <laughs> is yeah, that basically it. what you've what you've is that what you've heard in the community 
Yeah, he doesn't have a very good reputation yeah, with the conventions. No, he He's doesn't. not allowed to go back. He's, yeah. He, I mean, I've never personally been, you know, had any problems with him, but I've heard issues about him that he's had with other people. So, yeah, yeah so he was, he was actually invited to not come back. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Jesus. that was previous years. Yeah. So, early, yeah. Yeah. A few year, quite a few years back, but yeah. All right. Well, there, there you go. So, yeah, there you go. There you Imagine go. this, Simon. You're 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 absolute hero, Chad, just going, Do you know what, Michael? Fuck off. You're not coming back. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the sort of thing Chad will do. So if we, if if you're not aware, uh Chad Michael Murray is like um he is like a god on this podcast. So that, that's well, Whoa. He's a god in your office. <laughs> Not in mine. <laughs> we like to keep little Chad Michael Murray masks here just in oh case we want <laughs> in case we want. These are actually for winners. Um I I'm sending these out this week. We had a contest and uh people are winning these. So they're going to be they're actually being dom these Chad masks are being sent across the world. We've got one going to Australia. Um, um out out to it and the rest of them i think are going out to america um maybe one in canada so chad can, I, can I just say simon just just hold them up to your face again same <laughs> it's just it's it's just you you've only you've just basically taken pictures of your own face and you're sending no, no, that no. on you my face ready chad face there's a bit of a resemblance there yeah. It's pretty much the same face. The thing is, Dom, is I don't think they're being sarcastic. So fuck you, Dom. I win. Chad forever. <laughs> Man, Sarah, could Chad be my older brother? Could we imagine this is an older brother? I think he could be. Yeah, I'm I'm totally okay. for that. Yeah. Good. <laughs> That's it. Dom, you're replaced. You're not needed on this podcast anymore. <laughs> you can you can log off of the Zoom. <laughs> i'll return the dvds <laughs> and never speak of it again <laughs> well it's funny so this is a whole thing um uh, my my wife is is aware of this um she knows that chad holds a special place um is uh, how how do you you guys have both met chad in real life yeah yeah He's very, very nice, he's a very, very personal. He's a very sweet guy. He yep. is. He's very sweet. Very sweet. Yeah. There we he's, go. I met him several times and um, at all different conventions. He was and... actually the first I met, the first person I met from the show was Tyler. And then I met Jana. Mm-hmm. And then the first convention that I ever went to, my first ever photo op was a Leighton photo op. So Hillary and Chad. So that was, yeah. That was yeah. very sweet. He's very... Um, down to earth yeah. yeah he's a great guy yep we'll we'll talk to you in a restaurant or on the st- walking down the street or you know yeah. anywhere you see him he's, he's that was three years yep. ago the other day that we he came yep. into the restaurant yep. yeah we so, were we were eating lunch at this restaurant in wilmington it was us and a couple friends and he well we walked up to the restaurant and he was eating outside him and his wife and we went in to eat and mm-hmm. then he just kind of like came well he had his kids with him and he's like very private about his children so he came in and he was like just he just asked us like that we don't like take pictures so which we respect like we weren't trying to but he just kind of like he's very private about that but yeah he's a really nice guy he took pictures with us yeah yeah sat at the table with us for a few minutes and talked and took pictures and he's a really sweet guy 
that's awesome that's the reason yeah. see stuff like that is what gets your face on that's a mask right. like this so. <laughs> yep definitely <laughs> well dom this is a good side side tangent at this point knowing what you know if you could meet one of the cast members you know just in passing at a nando's nando's is a restaurant we have here in the uk that's basically like uh what is it like it'd be like it'd be like a denny's if all denny's did was spicy chicken okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, who would it be dom who would you who would you want to meet oh i know well, the i answer. can sit down and and have a have a chat with this person yeah sit down and have some have some pancakes it's gotta be it's gotta be barry corbin right Oh, good choice. Good choice. Good choice. It's got to be 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's if it's not him then uh Craig Sheffer. Yep. Speak, speak speaking of Craig Sheffer, I got to just put this up now so I don't forget. Kathleen, one of our uh, loyal loyal listeners. Uh, Kathleen, I said I told her today I'd give her credit for this because I'd never thought of this. So we'll move on as later when we get on to Keith and Jules. But she's saying on Jules's driver's license when she like puts it in at some point for like finance on her on the car that she buys like a couple episodes ago. It shows that her birth date means that at the time she was either like 26 or 28, something like that. And Keith is like the same age as Karen, right? In right. that sort of bracket. Now, when Karen is with Andy, there's this whole thing made that they have an age gap. That there's a difference between, you know, Andy and Karen. Karen's older. Well, the same age gap is actually there between Keith and Jules, just the other way around. That Keith is, you know, well, Keith is older sure. and Jules is younger. Younger. But nothing, but nothing is made of it. So what do we think about that? That that there's, you know, something made of the age gap with Candy, Candy, with, <laughs> with Karen and Andy, but nothing with Keith and Jules. Comments. Yeah, I never really noticed that before. Yeah, that's, yeah I'm not paying attention, but you're right. Yeah, uh, that's, that's odd. Dom? Yeah. Uh, I still think that Jules is some sort of weird, like, spy. She made a comment about having... Uh, a husband and three kids in this episode so i think there's something like that on the horizon she's not she doesn't quite fit for me she's not quite right yeah something odd about her and it's it's all gonna come out so i just don't or, know what it is or just be more trusting dom just be more trusting no never <laughs> not not on this podcast <laughs> but, but dom what about the age gap does that like what would you is that a um why is it you know, a thing for Karen and Andy and not for Keith and Jules. It's, know, it's I... quite strange, isn't it? It's, it's weird that it's reflective of, of like society and that it's kind of okay for a, a guy to date a younger woman. I was just thinking sort the same of, thing. It, yeah, That's it's, sort of, it's thing. strange to, to see it from a... The other um, way. Yeah, the other way around. And, and that it's actually... So everyone's looking at Karen thinking, oh, she's got a younger guy or... And she might be thinking, oh, he's maybe he's a bit too young. But actually, the the age gap's probably probably not that big uh, yeah. in reality. And then when it comes to um, Keith, it's like, oh, dating a, y- a younger girl, great. And that's it's, yeah, it's a bit, yeah. it's very odd, very strange, mm-hmm. definitely very odd. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. So, <laughs> if we go back to Brooke, Brooke <laughs> is. Um, 
she's fooling around with Felix. She actually opens the episode with a monologue, which I think might be the first time that she's like, you know, usually it's Lucas that's doing the, uh, the little speech that, that opens the episode, but it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's Brooke. And she says something along the lines of good girls keep a diary, but bad girls don't have time. Is that what he's going to say, Dom? I, I was actually going to say, she says, Someone once said that now every beginning of an episode where someone does a monologue, it's Steinbeck once said, or this person once said, or that person once said it, and she doesn't know because she doesn't care. She doesn't retain that information. And I thought that was really, I thought it was really clever that the, um, the beginning of a monologue was someone once said, and then she just blighted out uh, the quote. I actually thought it was quite good. Yeah, that's one of my favorite quotes from her by Brooke Davis. Yeah. And and she's doing her she's doing her her due diligence, let's say, mm-hmm. with 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 Felix, <laughs> and, and then um, realizes she has no bed. <laughs> she has no bed, exactly that. Um, and and she very quickly, Felix says about they could shag on the shag, which is uh, which is a very British uh, sort of terminology. Um, very Austin Powers. We don't all speak like that. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> but, uh, and then, but this sort of starts her thinking about this is her impetus of doing the slumber party so that she actually has somewhere to sleep for that night. Um, if we move forward with Brooke, she, her, uh, Haley's helping her to sell her CDs to, at, the, uh, at the music store. And then this is where we get introduced to um, Chris Keller again. Um, can you, ladies, can you tell us a bit about this scene? If you can, re- if you can remember, Mary, that is. So it's, yeah, Brooke and Haley walk into the um, music shop, and they go up to, uh, you know, uh, Chris Keller, and he's looking through the CDs, and he's pretty much like, "crap, crap, 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 more crap," <laughs> looking through the CDs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But but crap sells, so he's crap sells. That's right. crap sells. Yep. <laughs> and then this is the point where he asks Haley uh, if she wants to, if she heard his demo, and she said, "Yep." And he said, "It's good, isn't it?" Like he's so arrogant and cocky. Yep. I love all of that, Dom. I can tell already you're not a fan of that. Hate it. <laughs> Hate all that. No need for that at all. He's he's so- going in a Felix column. Me. Never, never. Or what's what's Tyler, what's Tyler Hilton like in real life? Is is he's cool? He's a super cool he's guy, super sweetheart, so yep. down to earth. He's he's one of the ones that like knows us. He's he's, just... he's very funny. Yeah, oh, he's so very, funny. He's so funny. <laughs> he's another one that knows us by name, and he'll just call out. So I have to tell you a story. So when she the very first time she met him, we were in New Jersey. And she, we got the private, you know, the private autographs for private meet and greet. And he went to sign her name on her, her autograph. And he asked her if her name was spelled with an H or without an H. So we said, you know, it's spelled without an H. So from that point on, she was Sarah without an H. That's cool. So every time he sees her, she's Sarah without an H. <laughs> so it's really cute. It's really cute. So that's how he remembers her. <laughs> oh, that's really nice. That's it's awesome. very cute. <laughs> And and that makes it so much uh, 
just yeah like more special and more you yeah. know to have to have that i mean we we were really fortunate to uh we had uh paul johansson on the podcast and uh, thank you every time yeah. i uh see him and on the screen now i'm like oh paul like i we yeah, pretty much everywhere like when i was watching the show uh last night i was watching the episode and when Haley and brooke pull up and they go to walk into the music store that whole area right there is like where Kilwins is the ice cream place that everyone goes to so like as they're walking i'm like oh my god you know how many times i've walked down there and went in that uh little like store and in Kilwins and yeah, it's pretty cool. Every scene, I'm like, every, oh, I've been there. Every scene, oh, we've been there. Oh, we saw that. Oh, we... <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, so it's it's cool. Paul is really Paul's a really nice Paul's a really nice guy. He's a, he's very funny too. <laughs> yep. He's hilarious, and yeah, yep. is uh, are you feeling that as well, Dom? You know, like now, you know, when you see because we, I mean, we also had uh, uh, Narian on, who's um, one of the Ravens um he's one of like uh nathan's like henchmen in like the first few episodes but he's in like the first five seasons um but like when you see these people dom now that you've spoken to them does does it feel any different now now we've spoken to paul johansson i I kind of think well i've actually had a conversation with this guy (laughs) i've like over over zoom obviously but it was like a full-on chat and it wasn't forced and it was nice and he was f- funny like like the lady said and um he's just natural very very natural and, and when we spoke to narian actually i haven't seen him in an episode since we spoke to him or maybe briefly when the, um they had the the wedding party but that's about it i haven't seen him yet i've got to keep keep looking out for him well speaking on uh on guests so that's our whole other section is a conversation with and uh so we've got a few people lined up that that are coming on the podcast so one's dom that you already know about but we have anton tanner that is coming up uh gonna be on the podcast skills of course um we're just working out dates barbara allen woods Deb Scott, she's going to be on the podcast. Nice. That's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. Awesome. Uh, and then we also um, we've got uh, a guy called Matt Sullivan. Um, so we're also trying to do some of the the unsung heroes of One Tree Hill. So um, we had John Nordstrom, who is the composer of the music of the score from season three to season nine. But we've got um, Matt Sullivan, who is a set decorator and uh you coordinated like you know all of the props and how everything worked and he's coming on the podcast and he is so nice uh i can't mm. say it because uh it would be a spoiler for dom but there were if you've seen on our instagram uh, there was something a poster that i was desperately trying to get um yes, I saw yes. That. yep right and it sort of turned into this whole thing of trying to find this thing um and fwb tory from there very uh kindly recreated it for me uh, and i have it it's on the wall up here um but i'd already been in contact with matt from previously about him coming on the podcast and uh he was just like yeah i've got the files um i'll you know of the original files that where of how they made the posters and the props and whatever he was like, "Yeah, I just um, I'll print I'll print them off for you and send them to you." And wow, I was like, cool. "I was like, I was like, well, 
Uh, yeah, and I was like, no, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll pay you. I'll pay for the postage, the shipping. Nope, right. he sent it all for free. He wouldn't take my money. Oh, wow. He like, he just that's wanted. Awesome. Yeah, wow. he is the nicest guy. That's incredible. Um, that's a, yeah, that's awesome. I know. I'm still in kind of in shock about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's coming on the podcast. He's so nice. And if we're talking about props, I actually have a prop. From this episode that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh. Crazy. Do you want to see it now or should we wait until we get to the point? Is it the rug? It's the shag. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it would be. <laughs> you animal. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think it is? What could it be? Is it the um is it the Bobcat shirt? You mean this Bobcat shirt? How did you know? You bastard. Knew it. <laughs> knew it. It's the sort of thing you'd go for. Knew it. Absolutely knew it would be that. <laughs> that's crazy. I that's that's crazy. Have I told you before? I don't think I have. No. No, I've never I've never seen it. Never but I just thought it's the only thing that stands out in this episode that you would definitely, definitely want. And it was there. And I was thinking, oh, do you know what? I'm going to look up the Bobcats and they're not called the Bobcats anymore. So that they're called the Hornets now. So that might be worth something. You never know. Has it got a signature on it? Yeah. Still. Yeah. So the story behind this um, is where did he, where is it signed? Um, oh, no, it's signed on the back. That's right. Right. So, yeah. So I don't know if you can see. Uh, that's the signet. Oh, did you see? Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I'll put a picture on uh, Instagram for people. But uh, before we started the podcast, I was doing our um, a, a rewatch of One Tree Hill. Mary, I'm in shock that you've only seen One Tree Hill twice. I can't believe <laughs> maybe three times. That. Maybe three. <laughs> You're tired. You're due another go, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I was, um, well, and Dom knows I'm a bit eccentric. You could say with some of this stuff. Um, and yeah. I was, um, I was communicating. Someone was selling something on eBay that was for someone that was part of the cast and crew, uh, or part of the crew, sorry. And uh, and it wasn't something that I wanted, but I messaged the person to be like, oh, how did you get this? And blah, 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 starting the conversation. Anyway, it turns out this person is, I don't think they'd want me to say who they were, but there was someone that was in the in the crew for the whole nine seasons. Um, and so she had loads of different things. Um, that, But a lot of stuff that wasn't stuff that, that I particularly wanted. Like Dom alluded to, there's like certain things that are like things that I really want. Right. And, uh, anyway, she had uh, two of of these jerseys because they do two takes usually um, for these kind of things, like to make sure they've got you know different um, options for you know what takes they're going to use it for. Um, and so there was two of these signed, and uh, it was able to screen match it uh, because it had. I've taken it off now, but it had a price mm-hmm. tag on it still. And the way that the barcode was on the price tag, like the if you freeze frame it, you can tell that is the exact same one. Uh, but I don't think this is, I could tell that this wasn't the one 
in some of the shots and it is in some of the other shots if that makes sense it's a whole it's a whole thing but yeah so this is uh this is one one of those two jerseys that that they used in that scene that's pretty awesome that's awesome. <laughs> it's really awesome that's so cool Very yeah cool. that is really cool uh, and I actually quite like it, like as as a jersey. I haven't worn it yet because um, so I do. I I play basketball in like a local local league team, like the 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 lowest level of basketball that you can play. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I got this just as lockdown happened, so the first one. So basketball hasn't come back yet. But there we go. Um, a, a prop. Do you, do you guys have any props or anything you've collected over the years? Um, I I have a piece from the River Court, one of the uh, pieces of the um, concrete. Um, I don't have anything f- actually from the show. I have one of the the trick lights, the lights that like say trick on it. Um, I got that from one of my friends who uh, makes stuff on Etsy. She has a shop. Um, it's a lot smaller than the regular one, but it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. I have that, and then I have. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I have one of the naily bracelets. Yeah, the naily bracelet. A lot of it's like replicas, though. Not as much like original props. Yeah. Just the just the river court, just a piece of the river court. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dom, what are your uh, Dom has thoughts about river court pieces, Dom? <laughs> <laughs> we 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 have listeners that that is so harsh you're so harsh no. this this is the issue i have with with uh the one tree hill community in general is that it's that it's the one tree hill community versus dom on pretty much everything because that's the way simon makes it out to be so no. i'm always on the back i'm always on the back foot with this sort of thing no. I, I i personally would not pay three hundred dollars for a bit of concrete that Chad Michael Murray may or may not have stood on. That's it was a just, gift from a my... friend. Yeah, it oh, was a gift. Even I... better. That's even better. It's a gift. See, Simon spent like Simon sold his oh, child crazy. to get that crazy. bit of concrete. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a gift. Yeah, mine was Excellent. a gift from me to me. How about that, Dom? <laughs> I'm not allowed to gift myself something. Huh? You need to get more friends because I'm never going to spend that much money on a bit of concrete <laughs> for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have other friends. Fuck you, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Sullivan's my friend. He's sending me posters. That is true. Yes. You're, You're not friends in high places shit. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So sorry. We tangented. And that is also what we do on this podcast. Um, <laughs> Okay, so Brooke, Felix. Felix is a douchebag, real life and in the show. So they're they're uh, they're messing around and uh oh she goes to the get the oh sorry, we'd moved way beyond that. The music, Chris Keller. She Chris Keller says, Would you record with him? Would Haley record with him that night because he wants some back in vocals? Um and she's into doing it. Dom, what is what were you thinking at this point as a first time viewer? Like, how were you thinking this was going to unfold? It it all seems pretty normal when they're having a conversation in the in the music shop. It's like, look, I've put this track down. I need some backing vocals. You're a great singer. Come along and and just you know put some put some of your heart and soul into it, and that would be great. And you kind of think, 
brilliant that's that's her in that's her opportunity just to keep going and keep expanding her uh Haley's musical knowledge and uh, musical experience and getting out there into the the kind of wild gritty world of of music and and just trying a little bit of everything and I thought it was brilliant until we get to the conversation later when Nathan's like oh what what are you gonna go off and do and she she feels like she has to lie and I know we get to an explanation eventually, but I thought it's so odd. It's so odd that she feels like she has to lie. Why is it that Nathan is is continuously built up as being this bad guy? And we're kind of tricked into the sense that he's going to do something wrong. He's going to do something to like cheat on, on Haley. or it, there's always that is implanted in us the entire way through. And now it, it's kind of being pushed the other way where we think, oh, um, is it Chris Keller? Kellerman? Keller is going to is going to start something and um and she might go along with it uh, it it all just feels a bit a little bit awkward how how did you both feel about um about Haley lying in this moment about the chris Kellis stuff um i i definitely think that she probably could have just been honest with nathan and he would have you know understood if she was honest with it you know up front you know what did you think? Yeah, I think that, yeah, I think that I felt like she should have been honest with him from the start about it because, yeah, I just don't think things would have unfolded the way they did. But anyway, yeah, I think she should have been honest with him at least. And then, so we move we move forward and we're, so if we leave Brooke there because she's then going to get to the slumber party, um, Nathan and Lucas are going to go on a road trip. So this is something that we would never have expected to have happened, you know, a season ago. Um, but this this is happening. And uh, they even have some road music, which went a little bit like what, Dom? Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it, wasn't it? holiday <laughs> holiday is my favorite time mm-hmm. ice cream <laughs> and holiday <laughs> dom what did you think of this so song weird. this is kind of an iconic thing in one tree hill It's kind of a, a memorable moment you know i tell you when these moments are memorable this is a memorable moment you're very into music is this going to make it onto your iPod? Do you even have an iPod on your iPhone, Apple Music or Spotify? There are other music distributors available. <laughs> are there? Actually, there well, isn't, we... is there? It's just Spotify and Apple Music. Mm. I mean, like Google Play, that's the thing. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we always pick a favorite song of the episode, and that is definitely up there for this episode for me um and if i can find it i'll find it as long as there's not any spoilers attached to it so maybe you should find it and send it to me that should be what what happens consider it consider (laughs) it that would be the safest thing to do i think (laughs) avoid spoilers there you go (laughs) sarah and mary how do you feel about lucas and nathan going on like going on a road trip and you know having these nice non-contentious times i i love it i love that like you know obviously he was a jerk at first nathan but then he starts to you know 
get better. And I love that they, you know, kind of have a little relationship going or a little friendship going, you know. And he, yeah. Same, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, they just needed to put their, you know, the differences aside from whatever and the past and and try to build that relationship with each other. Yeah, I think it's, it's great. And and Dom, are you, is this happy times? You know, Lucas has been working on the car. Lucas still has his sandals on. That's a prop that I want. I want Chad's sandals. Said it. <laughs> Wait, oh, actually, this this could be a this could be a clearing up session um, for so Sarah, Mary, you might be able to answer a question for us. Mm-hmm. So last week, possibly the week before, Simon and I discussed chad's footwear i hate sandals i hate flip-flops i've even had one of uh our listeners message me via instagram on a different podcast that that we do and that i run um to say about you know the flip-flops thing and that they love flip-flops and what's my problem now the question is is are the flip-flops a chad choice or are they a costume choice? I think it's a costume choice. Simon thinks it's a Chad choice. I think, no, there's no way in hell anyone like Chad Michael Murray is like, yeah, I want to wear sandals. I'm thinking costume have gone. You got to wear these because Lucas is a bit of a hipster weirdo. I think it's costume because I've never in person seen Chad Ooh. wear sandals of any kind. I've only seen him wear like closed like, toed shoes. Closed toed, you know, sneakers, boots. Not that I just stare at his shoes all day, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've I have never noticed him wear sandals. Oh, he's, he's a good-looking guy. We're not going to be yeah, looking at his right. feet, are we? Yeah, <laughs> what? Yeah, there I is. Think it's a costume when choice. you've got a face like Simon, no one's looking at your feet. <laughs> well, I I think it that <laughs> it potentially we don't know a hundred percent right like he might have gone through a sandal phase and then he grew out of it and decided actually it's safer to have my toes not exposed in case of falling bricks rocks Mm -hmm. splinters maybe chad got a splinter on the river court one time and he thought hang on a minute if i had closed toed shoes this wouldn't be a thing reaches for some boots Ask Keith if he can borrow his Timberlands, and there you go. It's it's a done deal. So I don't think until until Chad Michael Murray is sat in front of me and I say, "Hey Chad, what's up with them sandals in season two? That's the only time we're gonna know. <laughs> Unless you get one of the costume designers on, which you probably could. I already I'm already having a conversation with the head of wardrobe. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Get them on. No. We want to discuss sandals, and then we'll cut them off. <laughs> well, we were talking about um, Lucas and Nathan. So Lucas and Nathan's journey—it's all—it's all really nice. It's, it, um, one thing that I've noticed, and that we've talked about with other characters, is—is is the impact that characters have on each other. So we always say that we prefer Peyton when her dad's around because she's less miserable and less moody. And in this episode, Anna is kind of having that effect on Peyton. Is actually making her slightly more. I'm going to say it likable um, uh, and less of a wet blanket. And then we get to um, Lucas and I actually like Lucas when he's with Nathan because normally I'm not the biggest Lucas fan, but, but when he's with Nathan and, and they're partnering up and they're being a bit more brotherly, it's actually a really nice combination. And they, as a, as an acting pair, as a duo, the, the chemistry on screen is, is actually really good as well. 
Agreed. I agree. Agreed. Yeah, they are definitely a good, good together. And and you guys have met James Lafferty as well, I assume. We have. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. just saw him last year at the. Yeah, we got to see him in um, in February, February, just before the whole pandemic happened, which was very lucky for us. But yeah, he was there, and he's very nice. He's very quiet. He's not at. I mean, once you get nice to know though, him, I guess. Yeah. he's a very nice. Guy. We met him before that too. Yeah. yeah. They're all pretty amazing. Like the whole cast is, I mean, besides Michael Copen, but the, <laughs> the whole cast is pretty amazing. And I, yeah, uh, it's, um, I mean, we've had some of these conversations as well before because, uh, obviously, uh, Mark Schwann as well. I mean, how, how does that, how do you guys, how does that affect your viewing of this? And I mean, uh, were you watching it One Tree Hill before the Me Too movement came out? like were you so like were you a fan of him previously and then that came out and then you know obviously I assume your feelings changed yeah um well I mean I I started watching the show before season nine aired so and then around I mean I kind of idolized the guy honestly because he like created my favorite show you know and like the music in the show the actors the quotes and all that and then I just kind of her debt and I was just I was just so shocked yeah yeah just just devastating I guess you don't ever really know someone I mean it was just devastating and it was it was hard to hear about what Hillary and Sophia and all of the they all had to go through for all those years that something that we just never knew was happening and you know it's kind of hard to almost hard to enjoy it as much knowing what they were going through behind the scenes you know it but but it's still one, I mean, it's still, we're so just still happy that it happened. And, but it definitely kind of changes your view on it, you know? Yeah, completely. And when we've said this before, where it's, it, you, you, we still have to appreciate what uh, the work that all of the, everybody else put Absolutely. in, you know, like allowing one person to ruin something that was a combination or a collaboration of hundreds of people's work mm-hmm. um, would be the worst thing of all, you know? So it's like, we can remember him as, as a douchebag and a horrible person. Right. Uh, but, you know, that's, but still we can give thanks to, to everybody else involved. I mean, Dom and I have said uh, many occasions, like he should we don't understand why he's not facing charges or something Absolutely. on this because yeah. it's kind of been like he's just sort of slinked off into the shadows never to be like heard of again um but you know why why are we not seeing him in court you know or, right. or so yeah and it's you know and his, the other show you know the royals that was another show again it was a really awesome show that got canceled and that got canceled for the same reasons and yeah so i I don't get that yeah it's kind of like the unspoken thing really like as in i didn't actually bring it up to dom until we were maybe five or six episodes in uh because i like i didn't want it to taint his uh introduction to it um i mean we've spoken about it quite a lot but um yeah i mean what what are your thoughts dom it's it's horrendous to to think that someone would take advantage in such a way you know and make people feel like they're at risk of losing their job um if they if they don't do you know something for them and it's it's horrendous and such a heinous thing and 
um he doesn't deserve any any recognition you know or anything like that but the people that uh you know surround the show and that created it and have put it together you know with the exception of him deserve all the credit you know for making such a great show and you know some really good writing in the show and um there's obviously some great performances and stuff like that and that's that's what we try and focus on and uh, we we've always said since you know we we did one of our bonus episodes on 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 him to discuss it and to kind of you were giving me a bit more information about it and we said if there's any points in any episode that we feel like it's a bit close to the edge that we'd always bring it up and we'd always mention it. And I think we've stayed fairly true to that. You know, there's not been an episode that's gone past where we've kind of gone, um, where, where we haven't said something, you know, that we thought needed to be raised. And, and that's really important as well as to keep spreading that message. For sure. For sure. Well, um, so if we, so Lucas and Nathan, they go to see a Bobcats game and they actually obviously filmed it at an actual game, which is great. And, uh, you know, we get their like reaction shots in the crowd uh, and then they get they you know have a conversation at the end of the game. And it turns out that the whole thing was actually orchestrated so that they could both be tested the next morning for HCM, the heart condition. Nathan gets tested. Lucas sort of pulls out at the last minute and doesn't want to have the test. Um, what what did you think of this, Sarah? Um, I honestly, personally, I would want to know because I, I mean, I I don't know if it would have really changed anything. It, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I personally probably would have won, wanted to know, like if it was me. What what about you, Mary? Would you have wanted to know if if you had it or not? Yeah, I think I would have wanted to know. Yeah, I I especially yeah. loving the game that much. Oh, yeah, I would have wanted to know. Yeah, I I think so. And what and what were your thoughts, Dom, on this? Like, where I mean, obviously, we don't know if Lucas has it or not. We know we find out at the end that Nathan does not have it and it's the whole, well, it's one in two, but that doesn't mean that that two has to be them. That is not how statistics work. Um, So what did you think, Dom, and what do you think? Well, I've made a prediction quite a few episodes ago now um, that the only thing that Dan has ever given to Lucas was this heart condition. So I, I actually think that that is, that is coming. Uh, th- this episode has sort of firmed that opinion up for me. And I actually think that Nathan definitely hasn't got it. Um, and Lucas will find out eventually that he has got it. And for, for whatever reason, we'll give up playing basketball on the, on the, would you rather know or not? No, I think um, rather know is definitely the sensible choice because if he ends up playing sports and things like that, and we've seen so many athletes over the years as well that push themselves to this limit and they will have a heart condition and they've died, you know, on football pitches or, you know, on athletics tracks and so on and so forth, because, you know, they didn't know they had this, you know, heart condition and things have happened and it's, it's horrendous and it's horrendous to see, you know, there's a, there's a West Ham player that actually uh, died at the side of a pitch once, you know, me and Simon, both support the same football team and um it, it, the not knowing is is kind of self-preservation isn't it is actually I, I can keep doing what i want to do uh without any 
repercussions until it happens if i don't know then i can keep pushing i can keep doing what i do if 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 i know and other people know they'll stop me from doing what i love so lucas has made mm. that decision for that reason i think kind of knowing that Luke, um nathan hasn't got it has made him just think if i don't know then it it, it kind of what i don't know can't hurt me mm. makes sense yeah. good points and and uh it, they have nice interaction with the basketball player who obviously is a real NBA player. And uh, he did well, just, I thought. Just very Go quickly, on. would you, would you, would you rather know what, what your thoughts on it, you know, on this whole, this whole segment? Yeah. Uh, I, in this case, I would rather know because like what you said, if uh, you could make it worse, you know, if it's by, by, you know, d- doing, sport or overexerting yourself etc you could be making it worse if it was something where it makes no difference what i do it's there or it's not you know like if it was i can't think of something but you know some sort of you know like genetic disease or something or something that is incurable and there's no stopping it there's no treatment something like that i think i'd probably maybe i'd rather wouldn't know because it's like well I'm go- it's going to take me at some point um, by knowing, or oh, maybe I would want to know. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So I, torn. I, so torn. I think I probably would want to know. I think I would. I'm saying yes. I'll take the test. When, when is it? When do I have to be there? <laughs> you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. You're fine. You're okay. What is it that you yeah. know? You might look, you might look like Chad, but you don't have his heart condition. It's fine. <laughs> oh, Chad. Okay, so that's so. What's your prediction then? Is that is that what is that it? Your prediction is that that there that he's got it and he's going to have to quit basketball. That's what that's what you said. Yeah, I I don't know how far down the line that is. I think we need we need to see Lucas playing basketball properly obviously he's still getting over his shoulder injury it's the off season so season three needs to be full-on all-in basketball and then we kind of need to have like a actually this this hurts it hurts to play and then he gets tested somewhere down the line um in season three i, I think we've got to wait for that one a little bit well, well it depends gonna... when the season starts again if the season starts again in the middle of season two like onwards then Maybe we'll find out by the end of this season. I'm I'm going to tell you this, which is a slight spoiler, but I'm going to tell you because I think it will make your predictions better or it will help inform your predictions a little bit more. Um, so people might disagree with me. Listeners, if you disagree that this is spoilers gone over the line, then <laughs> tell me after the fact because I'm about to do it. And I'm, <laughs> unfortunately, you can't stop me. But tell me later and for punishment, I guess. Um, well, I'll, I'll judge by uh, by Sarah's face <laughs> what, what she thinks. <laughs> okay. Well, my spoiler is is that season one and two happen in one year, in one academic year. So you know the on season, off season. Season three and four is the next is the next year is another year. So season some season one and two is one year. Season three and four is another year. I'm not going to say any more after that, but. Uh, you know, usually I think you think, or I think, sorry, you as in the universal you, 
one thinks that one season equals one year because in our life that is how long it's taken you know to be produced and be on tv and whatever but yeah see so yeah that's the time frame that we're talking about okay cool that that seems fairly standard that that's not a that's not a major spoiler hopefully you don't get much backlash from that No, but I mean, and that, so that will take them to the end of high school. So the the last two years of high school. Okay. Good. Okay. So Sarah, let's talk about now we've got everyone set up at the slumber party. We've got Haley there. Oh no, wait, wait, wait. Haley's not there because she's off with Chris Keller. Let's talk about that. Chris Keller is in the studio. He's sort of taken on that Puffy role. You know Puffy, P. Diddy. You know about Puffy? <laughs> Sarah, you know Puffy. Yeah. Come on. Sean Combs, Puffy. P. Diddy. Puff Daddy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. This camera, like, it'll delay for a second, and then I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Puffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Keller's doing Puffy, right? <laughs> and and Haley's Biggie. That's basically what we're saying. Oh my god. No one's ever made these comparisons before. And so, they're I mean, glaringly they're obvious. Shot at the end of this. <laughs> Who shot you? Separate the weak from the obsolete. Hard to creep. Come on, Dom. No. <laughs> so <laughs> Puff, sorry, Chris Keller's producing Haley. <laughs> Haley's not really feeling it. She's singing when the sky turns. Is it sky or stars? What's turning blue? Stars. Okay. So, Sarah, I don't know if you know, but um, do, do you, you have X Factor in America or like American Idol? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So we have like an American Idol type show here. Um, it's called X Factor with Simon Cow. You know Simon Cow? Yeah. So yeah. I, I uh, is a little known fact, but I was actually a finalist on uh, like the 2008 show. Uh, so sometimes I sing on, on the podcast. Um, it's kind of something, it's part of like our following. Um, so would, would you like me to serenade you with when the, when the stars turn blue? I would love that. I would love to hear your singing voice. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ready? Oh, God, Sarah, what have you done? <laughs> have I opened Don't... up a portal to uh <laughs> Is it when this is it when the stars turn blue? Dancing when the stars turn blue. I don't know, but blue. I'm I'm lucky enough to have uh, AirPods in that I can take out for this exact moment. So Okay. Okay, hang on. <clears throat> <laughs> This is really important. Okay, I was a recording artist. Dancing when the stars turn blue. <laughs> That's all I have. I'm joking. I've got a terrible singing voice. I was never on TV. Dom, though, Dom has a beautiful singing voice. He only just pops it out every now and again. But, and it's kind of like a little bit of an Enrique Iglesias type flavor to it oh you're such a liar it's horrible stop lying you're just lying to everyone come on fall into this trap of lying you're becoming Haley. she's gonna fall into this trap of lying and you're gonna do the same and you're gonna end up taking drugs (laughs) what are you gonna do snort her 
Yeah, that was a great line. <laughs> Best line of the episode. <laughs> okay, wait. So <laughs> Haley's singing and she actually can sing. And um, and Chris is sort of coaching her and he gets a better performance out of her by telling her it's not just about technique. You've got to you got to feel it. You've got to, you've got to go for it. What did you think of this, Sarah? I, I honestly, I like the way that he worked with her. Like, I mean, yeah, he is, he can be a jerk, but he, he kind of brought a lot of more of it out in her. Cause you like realize in the scene, like before he goes in there, she's kind of singing a little off tune. And then, you know, once he goes in and, you know, he kind of talks to her and they start, you know, singing together, she kind of picks it up more. Yeah. What did you think, Dom? Yeah, it was it was a good moment in that he can sort of come in and start the or he's almost like coaching her and, and supporting her and helping her you know, loosen up a little bit and sing more from the heart and a, a bit more soul rather than just singing words off a page. And he does actually say if if I wanted to get people to just hit a note, I'll just get any old like session singer in, but I'm getting you because you know there's something about you. And it's it's starting to be a bit weird. He touches her on the leg at one point. In the previous episode, he made a comment to Nathan saying, like, every guy here wants to sleep with your wife, which is, you know, a crazy comment to make to someone. And that's just based on the fact that he's just that kind of person, isn't he? He's, he's you know, no filter and it doesn't matter. He doesn't care what he says because, you know, he's just going to say what he thinks. Like, fair enough. I suppose that's a, that's a way to live. Um, but <laughs> I, I think he's just that's getting a, a bit... Choice. Yeah, it's weird. He's just getting a bit close to to Haley, and it's becoming a little bit uncomfortable. And I think she's um, she's almost got to tell Nathan and say, "Always, you know, at some point, this is what I was doing. I was recording this, and it's I want you to hear it." But he's then going to be really. Awkward. I think Chris is going to start becoming a bit awkward. We will see. We will see. <laughs> Uh, so Peyton and Anna arrive at Nathan and Haley's apartment. It looks like someone has broken in. They're reaching for a baseball bat. Dom, as a first-time viewer, what did you think was going down here? I'm thinking uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan's wife has Lucille. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent. Do you watch The Walking chuck, Dead, Sarah? Chuck some barbed wire on I that. do not. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I've never seen it all the way through. It's, well, me, me and Dom used to watch it like, you know, I, religiously is probably not the right word, but we used to watch it like, you know, mm. we were fans and then we gave up. Um, but knowing that Hillary Burton is now in it makes us both want to actually get back into it. So Absolutely. we might get back into it just because she's in it. Mm hmm. And his character, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's character, uh, Negan, is awesome. Like, I did really enjoy him. It's just almost like they just, he wasn't in it enough, maybe at some point. Yeah. Uh, so, Dom, what, what did you think was happening? I thought, um, like, has she been robbed? It seems a little bit too calm. For, for it to have been a robbery but i actually really like that anna gets the bat out of the like the coat stand and gives it to peyton he's like here you go like you first um and peyton's the one that's like i've got a bat uh, and anna's like we got 911 <laughs> it's just it's really like we don't know what to do we don't want to do and they get to the door and it's like okay on three one two and they like burst into the room and then there's um 
uh, the horrible sight for Anna in particular, where she sees Felix and Brooke in in Haley's bed, in Haley and Nathan's bed. How disrespectful! That's so bad. <laughs> the levels of disrespect, levels of disrespect. Like if Dom, if you just slept in my bed on your own without me being there, I would be upset. Like, and I love you. Like, like. <laughs> let alone someone <laughs> doing that like as in i mean i i have i have my own you know issues i guess <laughs> but, the, <laughs> but let the the levels of that i mean i mean sarah what if if this happened by one of your friends in your bed i mean what how would you feel about this i would probably be pretty upset just as Haley was i you know that I, I'm very weird about where I sleep. Like I wash my blankets like all the time and I'm just, I need it to be clean and comfortable. So definitely if one of my friends did that, I would be mad for sure. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and then Felix, such a little rat bag shit won't leave. Mm-hmm. And he's like taking a shower. It's someone else's shower. Like, and you know, <laughs> yeah. use it using all bless you um using all their towels as well it really annoyed me that he used two towels the audacity two you don't have much hair like you don't need a (laughs) a whole second towel for your hair right obnoxious prick you just need one towel (laughs) and just spread it around bless you and like it's really Dom, like this must have infuriated you. Two towels. <laughs> I just didn't want him there at all. Why are they there? Get out. Leave. Why is Felix even in the show? Leave Anna. She's okay at the moment. I mean, she she doesn't really have any chemistry with anyone, but yeah, whatever. She'll 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 grow. She'll she'll become a part of it eventually. But Felix could be could be written out, I reckon. We could get rid of him now. Yeah. So, do you know, Sarah, the only One Tree Hill cast member that I've met in real life actually is Michael Coppin. I met him at, by chance at a Comic-Con in London. I feel so sad, so disappointed. Really? Yeah, it was by, I wasn't there for him. I was there for Christopher Lloyd as Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Mm. Um, but I feel so disappointed now that, you know, that he's a, that he's a dick. It's like, but me and Dom are going to Wilmington, so we'll make up for it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Oh, you guys were talking about that on your last uh, podcast. We try and talk about it every day to keep yeah. us going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully you'll be there. You know, if there's a convention or something, and we can we'll meet you in person. Oh, absolutely. I'll, I'm sure I'll hundred percent be there. <laughs> <laughs> excellent excellent and you can you have to show us around tell us where the cool places you know to eat are and all that stuff absolutely absolutely definitely the dixie grill is good for breakfast 100 (laughs) percent. we like breakfast so that's good (laughs) Uh, so okay there is also a lot a lot of um like sexual innuendo or um like euphemisms and things uh in this episode more than there usually is did i say the wrong word 
euphemisms, right? Right? Euphemism, yeah. Dom, you looked funny. You made me think I no, said euthanasia just, I or something. To... <laughs> <laughs> Only if that applies to Felix. Um, I was just hoping, I was just trying to think back, like, what um, what sort of euphemisms are used or um, well, what well, when sexual Fe- content you're, you're getting at. Well, when Felix is in the shower, he's singing and the scene cuts and he says something like, the shower is hot. And so is Felix. The shower is wet, and so is. And then it like cuts the scene. Like I'd never noticed that before until this viewing. So that's one comments thoughts. He's horrendous, isn't he? <laughs> no one's got anything to say. Should we just all say it together? Fuck you, Felix. Okay, yeah. and then and then <laughs> Keith to Jules. Says, did you catch this one? No, 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 no. Keith says, well, my landlord's going to think, you know, who's this cat burglar that just comes and goes? No, then he says something like, you know, uh, like hypothetically speaking or something like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I remember that part. I think I missed that. Dom's a private unit. You love this stuff. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah I had, i'd missed that as well it's probably thinking wow. what the age difference between jules and keith is exactly the same as karen and uh kira why have they got a problem with it his name's andy not kieran but whatever that's his name in real <laughs> life so <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so um so there so Haley comes home goes to take a shower and uh, she finds a rat in the shower. It's Felix. Uh, and then she's upset, <laughs> as she should be, right? Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If I came home and I'm just thinking I just want to go shower and somebody else is in my shower, especially someone that doesn't live with me. <laughs> and then uh, he leaves eventually, thank God. And uh, and then we get the the slumber party going on, and it kind of uh, escalates relatively quickly between the the tension between Brooke, Peyton, and Haley. Essentially, Brooke is mad at Peyton because she's got Anna now, and feels maybe threatened in in their friendship that Peyton, you know, Anna is like Peyton's new best friend. Uh, Haley. Haley is mad at Brooke because Brooke didn't say thank you because uh, Haley was helping her with the CDs. That's actually some. That's the sort of thing like like that I would get mad at someone for, and they'd have no idea that I'm angry at them. And then uh, like a month later, I'd be like, "You never said thank you when I helped you push your car down the hill, you prick! I've been holding on to it at night, <laughs> cursing you out." But, um, and then what's the final section of this is that. Brooke knows that Haley lied to Nathan and Haley knows that Peyton did cocaine with that guy. Tell us about how that then manifested into a great escalation and crescendo, Dom. Well, it's it's a it's actually a really, really good moment because it's just pure silence. Well, well the argument uh, does lead to pure silence in, in, in the flat in the apartment, but 
all the the rowing and the the one-off lines and uh shouting this and shouting that and what you're going to do snort her is all kind of like it's just going to edge in what the problems are and i'll just keep pushing that problem in until we kind of all explode and they do explode. and what what makes it funny is that we've got all the um kind of facial stuff uh and all like the beauty treatments on and uh brooke's got the like tape thing like the blackhead remover over her nose and it's just it's quite surreal that they're all like kitted up and it's kind of like what you would imagine to be like any sort of slumber party you get all these girls together and just row <laughs> until all of a sudden it um you know they all sort of kick off a little bit get to that point and get to that limit everything comes out and then it's like okay we're not going to talk anymore that's it we just won't talk and then you see Brooke kind of flicking through a cheerleading magazine. The other two are sort of sitting around in, in a bit of a huff. And I think Anna and Peyton are, are having a little chat. And then it's it's Haley that then goes over to Brooke and kind of breaks that ice and, and gets over the, the struggle and says, you know, I'm sorry that I had a go at you. At least, you know, I've got a bed. So fair enough. <laughs> it kind of develops from there into a into a really nice moment actually again from Peyton it's Peyton that says I want us to be such good friends that we can all just discuss these things even the bad times even the like the really gritty sort of nasty times we should be able to just talk to each other about it and it's I think that's sealing their bond a lot more which is nice and Sarah it is then moves on to a pillow fight eventually um what did you make how, how did you find that is this like you know, <laughs> I have to say, is this something you've experienced at slumber parties before? The pillow fight's real. I mean, how how's this happening? That's honestly, one thing that I've never done at a slumber party, especially like the feathers coming out of the pillow. I mean, like maybe little pillow fight, but nothing <laughs> like major. Like there's feathers falling from everywhere. I do actually remember having pillow fights, Dom. I remember having pillow fights with you before. And having pillow fights, uh, like, um, at some of our friends' houses when we were little, but they weren't pillow fights like that. It was just like, who can smash someone around the head as hard as possible with a pillow and try and not <laughs> try and knock them on the floor? It wasn't like dainty. It was we're trying to inflict damage because we're boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's what boys do. <laughs> but it's a nice, it's a nice moment, and this is kind of. Um, Actually, uh, Magdalena, who uh, is part of the Ravens team, she runs our Twitter. Thank you, Magdalena. Uh, she sent me like an actual poster um, that they were using as um, like an advertisement, as promotion for this actual episode when it was airing. And it's uh, like a picture of them doing the pillow fight. But, you know, it's you can tell it's been it's not fr- it's not a screenshot from the episode it's like they actually pose with a camera and whatever so i think this was poised as being quite a big moment in the show in a weird way yeah it kind of brings like a kind of brings them together a little bit i guess kind of eased the you know the tension that was going on yeah and they're nice they're nice moments it, it does reset them, doesn't it? It is a, it is kind of a, a moment of resetting in terms of their animosity between each other. And what's quite good is that it that hasn't lasted over episodes again. So the 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 
kind of first issue that we had with Brooke and Peyton over Lucas lasted ages, episodes and episodes and episodes to the point where it's just like, okay, we've got to get over this at some point. And it wasn't until we got into like season two that actually finally dropped. And I still don't know what's in that letter. I still don't know. It's very annoying. Um, But it was quite nice that they've kind of got over that hurdle and there's this whole, you know, drug issue. And we're still not sure whether Peyton's going to take them. I still kind of convinced Haley's going to get dragged into a strange side of that as well. Uh, I'm not convinced that the drug side of it is over. There's still more to do with that. Um, But, you know, it's the, the nice sentiment and the reset at the end of it. And then kind of supposed to be the playful side of it. It's, it's weird that that was a, the, the poster choice. You would have thought it would be um, Luke, Lucas and Nathan at the basketball game with the player, but maybe there was a separate poster for that. I I think that this is at a point where they're, they're uh, starting to ch- uh, change the tone of the show to try and make it a bit more... Um... I mean, it obviously is very female friendly, but trying to pushing that forward more because I think they were concerned about the ratings of it being thought of as too much of a, you know, basketball sort of that side of things. They're trying to move it over to more of female audience. People correct me if I'm wrong, because this this is uh, this is what I read somewhere that in season two, they particularly were trying to uh you know push it more towards it being that sort of female teen drama um and and sort of it changing from season one and then obviously changing again in season three and changing again and again and again and again so let me know what do you think sarah do you think that they were trying to particularly uh adapt it in season two compared to season one yeah yeah i think so I thought so too. So that makes that makes <laughs> two of us. I mean, Dom, are you feeling any difference in season two compared to season one so far? Yeah, definitely. Uh, season one, there's a lot of episodes that feel like the last episode. Uh, and we've definitely got the the budget in this episode to make it a bit more extravagant. You know, we've got uh, a you know a big basketball game and you know i assume that player is a famous player um that we're having to pay for to be to be in in the show um and it just feels like there's there's more to come from this series now rather than uh okay at any point this could be cancelled and we need to get the message across nice Okay, well, and then we get the nice little moment of them blowing the feather out of like Haley's hair, or and I thought that was nice. That's a nice moment. Um, and then that kind of that you kind can of half imagine that feather is now coming towards Forrest Gump as he's sitting on a bench somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> nice, good call, good call. <laughs> uh, and then it's kind of that's it. It's kind of like left there, except for Peyton has a voicemail on her answering machine and it is from rick the cocaine guy mm-hmm. she so kind of gets sent- this stunned look on her face when she hears the message mm. there we go so i can't i can't remember what was said what did the message say basically just said that like he had to talk to her hmm. he was just like hey Pete, it's oh, okay. rick right. gotta talk to you which that was on the back of Karen's conversation with him, wasn't it? 
I'm assuming so, yeah. I'm pretty sure he probably just, like, went to call Peyton after he talked to Karen. Okay, cool. So if we move over to Karen then, actually. So uh, Karen has that conversation with Peyton at the beginning. She then has a conversation with Rick. um, And Rick gets a bit big for his boots here. It's like, I manage all of the bands. You're not going to have any customers, so on and so forth. Rick gets shown to the door by Trick Security, which is great. They have security. They've Mm -hmm. They've got guys there. Uh, and then the rest of Karen's storyline is with Andy and they're, they're going on a date. They meet up with coincidentally, they go to the same place or oh, sorry. Firstly, Karen has been up all night doing her paper. She hands it in last minute to Andy at the college campus and then gives him a kiss on the cheek. She's coming <laughs> round to the Andy charm. It's in public. Why, why is that funny? I don't know. I just giggled. Just... <laughs> how, how do you feel about Andy and Karen as a couple? I think they're very cute. Very cute. I, the only thing that I didn't like about that episode is that he kind of just like, he just like kind of took her paper. Like he didn't even, he says he read it, but they didn't show him reading it. And he just kind of wrote an A on it. And I was just kind of like, I felt a little iffy about that. But otherwise, I think they're very cute together. I I slightly disagree with that. I actually think he has read it. Oh, so you think? From, from what he says, he says, uh, so he does say I, I read it earlier. And it does seem like, because I, I watch every episode twice, every mm. single one. I've seen them all twice. So uh, on my first <laughs> watch, I was thinking, what a what a dick move like to just go yeah easy a because you you know you're sleeping with the teacher but it's that actually going back and watching it again you you get this um it, it he he kind of drags her into the room and says okay let's, let's kind of clear this up now because i've i've read it already and it was really good here's the a that's that's what i got from it on the second watch not so the first watch it was definitely a hey let's yeah let's just let's just get this out of the way it's an a yeah sure i don't even need to read it but actually on the second watch when i watched it again i think mm-hmm. it actually turned out to be more a case of oh um actually uh just to ease your mind karen just so that you're not stressing the rest of the evening and you're not thinking about it and you're not worried about how it's going to be graded and stuff actually it was an a it was great i i think karen read it the first way which is kind of what we're supposed to be led to believe but it was the second one right in my opinion (laughs) well either way either way (laughs) they get over that pretty quickly (laughs) yeah it didn't take long did it yeah (laughs) simon could you possibly message kieran and say that he wrote the perfect a i've never seen the perfect like a perfect a, a more perfect a on a bit of paper and I'll ask him if he even wrote it. <laughs> uh, I I will. I will ask him. Say, Dom Dom says hi, and you write the perfect A. <laughs> no problem. I'll let him know. Uh, um, <laughs> I'll let you know what he says. But uh, he he says uh, a, a part that I like in this is they talk about the print of the art and she says that's he's saying she says oh i've got i've got a print of that and he says well this isn't a print you know this is the original and so later andy calls her to say she wants to come over because they've had this argument and she says don't come you know take too long he's at the door 
is already there. Um, you know, risky move, but it paid off. And just as you know that he explains himself, he says like what Dom had just said that he he had read it. It deserved the A. He would never compromise, you know, her uh, integrity like that or anything like that. They then, you know, start pet. They start petting, heavy petting, and uh, <laughs> which potentially is going to lead to coitus, um, mating, oh, <laughs> and but, oh, Jesus. But before that. Uh, Andy says something and I didn't know what it was he was saying. Um, so I had to go back like three times and uh, to hear it. And what he says is, oh, where's this print of yours? But in his accent, it just sounded like forever, forever, forever. It's like, what, what did you just say? Maybe <laughs> you've, you, you've mumbled something and now you're all, now you're going off for coitus. Uh, like, wh- I we need to know what the mumbling was at least. But it was that. It, well, I put the subtitles on to be able to get it. It was, where's that print of yours? Because it's the print of the art tying it together. Well, that art matters. <laughs> hey, hey, there he is. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> A little bit later, just to continue on to that, Lucas comes home and gleefully is enjoying listening to his mother having sex with a <laughs> <the> younger man. <laughs> and there was a second in there where she's like, ooh, professor. And I was like, this is like our podcast. Call me Colonel. <laughs> Thoughts, Horrendous. comments, anything? No? Lu- Lucas I think he was is, just happy. Um, creepy. <laughs> Wait, we've got two different opposing things. So wait, Sarah, you're just saying he's just happy because, you know, his mum is happy, evidently, from the sounds. And, but you think it's... What, what it's definitely think? a little weird. I mean, I know, like, it does seem like he's just really happy for her, But like you said, with, like, the professor thing, he just kind of, like, gets a smile on his face when she says that. And I'm just like, why are you... Like, at a certain point, like, stay there for, like, two seconds and then walk away. He's there for, like, a good five, seven seconds. He's like, let me grab a piece of paper and a pen. <laughs> Professor. Yeah, right. Okay, I can use that one. Okay, good. What else? I'll just... Let me grab a stool. Let me just... Let me get comfortable. I can pick up some tips here. <laughs> just Andy saying, oh, Karen, don't touch me with your, your horrible claw hands. Dom has, Dom has a Dom has all your a, calluses. He has a thought that because Karen works in a cafe, that potentially her hands are, uh, you know, destroyed because she's been like picking up hot plates and you know burnt herself with grease and things. Um, and he wanted me to ask Kieran in real life if Moira Kelly went method and messed her hands up to play karen it's a whole thing if you people that have heard that that episode will know um okay so that's kind of karen and andy i dom the episode only went out like last night so i've only had uh one person comment on patreon that is to say that they don't think that that you said that you think karen and andy are called candy and uh, this is from kathleen and she says that she doesn't think that the adult characters 
have ship names. Um, Sarah, you're now. Well, Sarah, you're an expert. Have you ever heard Karen and Andy be referred to as Candy? Never in all my years of watching the show. I've never heard them be referred to as Candy. <laughs> you heard it um, here first. Here. Candy. <laughs> Candy. <laughs> Candy. Karen. I still want to know if anyone has uh, put the carrot as their text tone. <laughs> Marine said she's going to do it. Nice. Excellent. So it, will, it will happen. That is um, commitment. But she's not allowed to do it wearing flip-flops. I have to make that very clear. No exposed <laughs> toes unless Absolutely they are not. chads. <laughs> so, Okay. So if we should we move over to Keith and Jules? Sarah, Absolutely. tell us tell us yeah. about Keith and Jules. I gotta prepare what I'm gonna say first, so no spoilers. Let's see. Um, I mean they're they're good together. They're I I think she's like she makes him happy, definitely. Yeah. But. And well, I, I'll tell you something that I noticed, you know, today is that Keith, and we're going to say it's a character choice. Let's not push it on, on the actor, on Craig Sheffer. Um, Keith has a shaved chest or a wax chest, or he never developed hair on his chest. Which one of these three options do you think is true? Sarah, over to you. Um, I'm going to say he's he probably... I want to say waxed it or shaved it. I don't, I don't think he developed without chest hair. <laughs> okay. And if you had to, if you had to pick, do you think that's a razor or do you think that's wax? Oh man, we're going into weird wax. detail now. Waxed. No, Dom, this is stuff people want to know and want to have an opinion on. <laughs> people, listeners in the comments, let us know. Is it wax? Is it shaved? Or did he never develop hair on his chest? Dominic, <laughs> what is your choice? Uh, well, the guy grows facial hair like nobody I've I've ever known. So um, it's definitely it's definitely a wax job. He's a waxer. I've, I think I think Keith. <laughs> long day, long day. You know, at work, grabs a frosty, heads back out. And goes to get himself a back sack and crack. Am I right? <laughs> I thought you were going to say he goes out, grabs a frosty, like smashes the bottle and just uses that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's just a psycho. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. What is it like Keith had just, just uh, we just unearthed this horrendous like mental health issue that Keith has. He's like proper crazy. Bless him. What a, what a poor guy. <laughs> Whitey's not even real. Whitey's just in his head. Whitey's just something he sees. That's why he's Whitey. pissed all the time. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Why, <laughs> Whitey is his Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> just this weird 80-year-old conscience. <laughs> Can you imagine, right, if, if that's, you know, Sarah's watching her words, if maybe that's what it is that 
that Cra- that Craig, that Keith has just completely lost his mind and Jules doesn't even exist. Like when he's in the bar later <laughs> with Andy and Karen, they're just like, play along. Don't look Keith in the eyes. Pretend that there's somebody there. There's somebody there. There's somebody there. <laughs> We, we never dated but he proposed to me what a fucking loon <laughs> all right well let's take it let's take it right. just very quickly it's, it's funny you say that that jules never existed or isn't there but i actually think that you're onto something there you're onto something without meaning to be onto something i don't think she's really called jules she's just gonna be she's she's got this she's got a past and she's hiding something and she's not who she says she's i think she's gonna disappear for like periods of time and then like reappear and he's gonna be like where do you go and it's all gonna be this mystery and it turns out she was once a dude or something like that (laughs) there's something very secretive about her she's not giving up any information keith tries to get information out of her and she's not willing to give it so um either she has this difficult past of a marriage that has gone horribly wrong or it, something like that she she like disappears off goes out for breakfast and stuff like that so maybe in these moments she's actually going off to do something else and then comes back with breakfast but I'm, I'm not sure i'll have to wait and see well that is it she comes back with two chocolate croissants i think and keeps like oh great i have one of those i again she says no here's the energy bar because he needs i'm thinking Give him the croissant as well. Like, it's not going to hurt, is it? Like... <laughs> Sugar rush. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Keith is like a kid in a sweet shop. He is loving life. <laughs> One of our predictions, Sarah, is that um, is that Keith um, was a virgin until uh, he slept with Deb for the... Um, <laughs> and and so now he's like taking energy bars and trying to make up for lost time <laughs> like so... borrowing lucas's pack of trojans oh god <laughs> <laughs> so okay um jules they then go to the bar uh, to a bar or to a restaurant or whatever and they bump into karen and andy uh, it's a bit awkward, but Jules is like, okay, I'll get the drinks in. Uh, sort of showing that she's just sort of perfect for Keith. Like she breaks all the tension down, so on and so forth. Uh, a little bit later, they're like eating in front of the fridge. It's just all good. Keith is living his best life. And you must enjoy seeing this, Dom, surely. I love seeing this. This is brilliant. It's He's happy. He's got at the moment he's got the job of his dreams maybe the girl of his dreams and he's just happy and he's just and it's nice to see him happy it's always good when the good characters are happy but uh, that's also the problem is that it's it's always short-lived there's going to be some point where dan comes back takes the job away from him jules is going to not be jules and be someone else and have this difficult past that they might struggle to get over. So for whatever reason, I, I can't help but feel that it's going to come tumbling down. And you said earlier that I need to be more trusting, but I just definitely can't trust Dan. And I just, just Jules just is just on that edge for me. I just don't get it with her. Just can't trust her right now. And um, Sarah, Craig Sheffer, you met Craig? 
I have. Uh, he's such a sweet guy. So sweet. I The first time I met him was at a, a Comic-Con on his birthday, actually. Um, I wore my Keith Scott Body Shop sweatshirt, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, he's a real nice guy. Yeah, that's awesome. Did what? Did he say something about the hoodie or anything? Yeah, he he looked at it. And he was like, "Love it," because <laughs> <laughs> that must be so cool for him. In that, like, that's that's like the most iconic like piece of clothing, really. That uh, for One Tree Hill, isn't it? Like the most popular thing that people would have is have that hoodie, and that's actually the one thing that I don't have. I don't ha- like have. Really? one of one of those um we'll make we'll make up for that at some point i'm sure um but that's really must be really cool for him that that's like you know associated to his character yeah well um okay so that's kind of it for them jules did have my least favorite line of the episode and it wasn't um the line itself it was her delivery when she says I'm starving. I don't know what it was about it, but it really, it really annoyed me. Any annoy anyone else? Was that just me? Yeah, I, I didn't like it either. It's, it's when she says, oh, "I do have one thing to to tell you," and it's like built out to be something, and it was just like, "I'm starving." It was like, oh, okay, that was a bit rubbish. Yeah, I kind of feel <laughs> the same way as Dom. I agree with Dom. <laughs> Excellent, uh, <laughs> and then. Last but not least, or is that it? That is it, isn't it? We've we've covered everyone, yeah. There's no Dan, there's no um, Whitey. No, no I Dan. think we covered everyone. No Rivercore, guys. Excellent. So if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, then please listen to this to find out more information about our Patreon. Hello and welcome to 1030 Productions. You just became a raven. All of our podcast episodes are free on all podcast platforms. But if you'd like to support us on our podcast journey, then we have free Patreon tiers with bonus content and ways to connect with us that we would love to share with you. All of our Patreon tiers include all of our podcasts. The first tier, Junior Varsity. I don't know, you'd be off somewhere babbling wearing a dress. You will receive one week early release on all episodes, as well as exclusive access to our One Tree Hill monthly bonus episodes, access to the Mighty 90s movie and TV podcast episodes, and a patron shout-out on the podcast. The second tier, Varsity. Look, I've got an opening in my lineup. Varsity. Chance of a lifetime. What do you say? All of the perks from Junior Varsity and join us live on a bonus episode to have your say and ask questions, as well as access to monthly Q&A video sessions and the final tier Hall of Fame when do you plan to start living if there's anyone out there that loves our work this much then we want to speak with you so you get all of the previous perks and we will invite you on to co-host an episode of the podcast with us we appreciate any level of support from you listening right now to any of our Patreon tiers we love doing this and we appreciate you all you can find the Patreon link in the description or at ravenshoops.net let's go let's go ravens on three so we're into our judgments final part of the podcast so uh sarah we'll start with you who was your favorite performer of this episode so your favorite actor actress of this episode of this episode 
I want to say probably Karen. Okay, so Moira Kelly. And so what was it about her performance that, that you enjoyed? Um, I just love the way that she, you know, portrays, you know, her lines and her scenes. And I just, I like the way that she confronted Rick, definitely. You know, she kind of, you know, stood her ground. She didn't, you know, back down, you know, like I, I you know, I won't have drugs in my club, you know, and I, I definitely liked that. Nice. Cool. Okay. And Dom, your favorite performer? I think this week it's going to go to uh, Bethany Joy Lenz. Uh, she thought she did the whole um, happy, have a nice, have a nice time away with a husband quite well, struggled with the, uh, the lie and then the argument and the bringing stuff up and the, the comedy element she brings to a fairly si- serious situation and throwing in those funny lines as well. She just has perfect delivery and great singing voice as well. Nice. What about you? I'm going to agree. I'm going to go with you, Dom. I, uh, yeah, Bethany Joy Lens, all the good choices, all the good. You can't go wrong here. But um, I, I, yeah, she is such a good actress. Like, it all feels so natural. I, have, have you met her, Sarah? I have. I've only met her twice, I want to say. I haven't, the last convention I saw her at, was a few years ago she i've seen her in concert twice at the conventions and her voice is just as good live as it is on tv (laughs) she's very nice um amazing voice i love her acting as well phenomenal actress i think even in you know movies that you know aren't one tree hill she's still phenomenal yeah yeah awesome yeah she's great she's really cool i mean this is the other thing that just made me think of that is so when dom and i come out to wilmington for one of these conventions when we finish the podcast we're we're only going to get one shot at this right and obviously they don't have all of the cast there every time you know there's just a a selection of the cast so it's going to be a bit of a roll of the dice of who we get you know like it might be and there's some that don't like I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, Chad and Sophia have probably never been at a convention together, you know, for obvious reasons. Mm, no. Pretty <laughs> much if you get one, you don't get the other. I hate to say it, but that's usually just how it goes. I mean, from what I've seen. That makes sense. I mean, I can't believe, obviously we can't say too much, but I can't believe that they were able to work together afterwards. I mean, that's it's crazy, but yeah. I know. Yeah, I give her a lot of props for that, definitely. <laughs> well, we, hmm, except, hmm, I, I want to ask, but I don't want to, just in case uh, anything goes in. But I will say, I don't actually know too much about this situation. Uh, so, listeners, let us, someone message me um, with some, or don't. I don't know if I want to know. Maybe I don't want to know. Um, Okay, well, so, Sarah, who is your favorite character? So, slightly different question. Just the, the performance, take the performance out, just your favorite character. You can double up if you want to go with Karen again. Favorite character in that specific episode? Yeah. Okay. Um, Brooke. And why Brooke? Um, I want to say Brooke because... 
Maybe I'll change my answer. <laughs> trying to think. Um, you can say brick. You don't even. You don't even need a reason. You can just say I'm, what you feel. Yeah, I mean, I just like. I'm trying to think of like a specific scene to use as an example, but I can't off the top of my head think. But. Well, if I, I mean, sometimes it's just it's just who you're drawn to, you know. Right. So yeah. that's cool. That's good, Brooke. Okay, uh, Dom. I'm going to say Nathan. I'm going for I'm going for an old fashioned naily today. Um, <laughs> I, I really uh, I really like the fact that um, his character has become so caring and and enjoys. It, he even says he he wanted to have this trip away, not just because he wanted to have the heart scan, which they'll get for free because they're they're testing students and stuff like once a month at this college. But it's an opportunity for him to spend some time away from everyone with Lucas. And that's really what he wanted to do. And um, just came across as, as a really great character. And they have that good bantery moment where he says, oh, yeah, he's skinny. And uh, the basketball players are like, well, like, yeah, you are too. And he's like, what? And he looks genuinely offended. I, I thought it was a really, really great moment. Yeah. And nice. What about you? That's a good call. Um, I am going to say, believe it or not, Peyton, I'm going to say Peyton. I was so close to to picking Peyton as well, just for the 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 whole bat thing, using the bat and coming in. It was, it was a really good choice. But please tell yeah. us why. Yeah, well, I liked all of those moments, uh, um, but I liked how she brought Anna in. Like it, she didn't need to do any of that, and not only did she do it, she made her feel so welcome. Um, and was very open with her, and not in so. We have previously given Peyton as a character a little bit of heat, a little bit, tiny <laughs> bit, um, because sometimes she can be a little bit like obnoxious or whatever, whatever. Uh, but in this episode, there was none of that at all. It was very genuine, um, in my opinion. And so, yeah, so she was my favorite character this week. Sarah, what was your favorite song that was featured in the episode? I'm 100% going to go with When the Stars Go Blue. That's I love that song so much. It is a great song. It is a great song. Dom? Holiday. No, what? No more words even need to be said. It's such a hard decision Absolutely between not. between those two. Like, like I really like uh, when the stars go blue as well, but I feel like I'm gonna have to say holiday as well because yeah. it just makes me smile. <laughs> yeah, holiday. It is the best day. Um, <laughs> okay, Sarah, what was your? Uh, who was your favorite background performer? So this is someone that has one line or less. It can be someone that's just stood in the background or yeah, any from this episode. Um oh boy, I don't know. Like not like a regular you mean, just like a just kind of a bystander. Exactly, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm blanking. You you can share my one if you don't if you Dom, who was yours? Was it the was it a security guy? Ah, that's kicks, mine. Uh, Rick out. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go with him. Just... Yeah, the security guy in Trick, because he gives him like a yeah. mean look as well. Like, hey, 
out. The lady said out. Get out. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> okay. And Sarah, favorite line? Your favorite line of dialogue from this episode? My favorite line probably going to be, what are you going to do, snort it? I stole that yeah. one. I kind of stole that. I didn't steal it, but stole it at the same time from Dom. <laughs> <laughs> Is that yours, Dom? Definitely. Great line. Mm-hmm. It was, it was mine too. What are you going to do? Yay. Snort her? Yeah, mm-hmm. great line. Okay, and then last but not least... So I'm sure people can hear, but unfortunately we've had a delay going on today uh, in the in, on the Zoom. Uh, and normally I'd be able to like edit that out, but it's not going to be possible. Or it would, but it would take me like a week. And I, I have I have a child and a wife and a life. Um, so we not. But the reason I bring it up is because normally we say we have to give our rating on three. So out of 10 or what we, in, what we rate this episode and we all say it at the same time. So we can try that, but it will all come out at different times. So Dom, did you have a net? Did you have a number before we started this conversation? Yes. Did it increase, decrease during this conversation? It increased. Oh, Sarah, did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? Yes. And did it go up or down during our conversation or did it stay the same? Stayed the same. Okay. So I'm going to count to three and then after three, we all say our number at the same time. And then hopefully they match. And if they match, then we're good. If they don't match, then we have to debate until we all agree on one number. Okay, ready? One, two, three... Nine. Nine. Oh, Sarah, you you, you were at an you you came to an eight. What we what uh, are we gonna? Why is it an eight to you, and why would it not be a nine? Just like I don't know. I just episodes that Felix are in get me sometimes, but other than that, I. I love that episode, though, because I love the slumber party. I love the whole, like, you know, connection that they all have. And I love the one thing that um, Anna says, um, you know, like, you can't be, you know, too sexual or too pretty or, you know, this and that. And, you know, you have to fit in. I definitely like that. So, yeah, I I think I'll agree with you guys on the nine. Well, that was a really important part, and we actually didn't mention that. So I'm glad that you said that because, yeah, that that was a really great, uh, great line, and she was really great in this episode. Um, I thought actually quite yeah. understated. Um, well, Dom, what was well? Fa- firstly, that's great that we've managed to get you to a nine that easily. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dom, what was your reason for a nine? Uh, I think from the conversation as well, I'd picked it as an eight because it it is an enjoyable episode. It does have a lot of sentiment to it. And as um, you say, understated, I think it's just subtle. It's subtle, subtly played, um, but very well done. Uh, And everything that's put together across this episode is that we split the groups again. Everyone's split, but they all sort of come together at points. And we're starting to see the bond between them all collectively uh, and then how uh, each person impacts on each person individually. So the kind of the triangle between Peyton, Haley, and Brooke 
and how they all affect each other was really good and, and in different ways and how Lucas and Nathan like positively impact on each other. And it's all, it's all had a really, really good feel to it. And everyone kind of hating on Felix as well, in, including Brooke by a point, you know, obviously she gets what she wants out of him, but um, everyone's starting to realize that he's a total D bag, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, it just had a really good sentiment to the episode and uh, Anna's lines, obviously really, really important and uh, probably something we should definitely have talked about a bit more and share, but these things, get away from us sometimes <laughs> they sure do mm-hmm. well um i i would just say that uh, a reason why i i would give it a nine uh, as like a, a great episode is um i think it's quite clear that i generally enjoy the storylines with like with lucas and nathan and the basketball side of things so these are like the parts that i personally sort of relate to um and was inspired by etc etc this is an example of an episode where my favorite parts are the uh the female storylines and the uh especially the you know like the younger cast with you know the slumber party that's my favorite part i love it it's so fun it's funny really funny like that 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 scene i'm gonna have to post it on instagram just to put it in there but that scene with the we're gonna do snort her and pulling off the um the nose strip and everything it's so well done it's so well put together so well written so well executed um it's great i really enjoy it so this in the history books this one is a nine Sarah has an amazing Instagram page, One Tree Hill Memories. The link is in our podcast description. It has been in our podcast description for every episode since uh, since you came on for episode two, and it will continue to be there. So check it out. You do amazing edits. Um, Dom, obviously, you can't see yet because, uh, you know, spoiler free, but you can enjoy, you know, eventually when you finish. But your edits are awesome. They're really Thank dope. You. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I have, thank you for sharing them because uh, it's it's really cool. Uh, I mean, yeah. Well, tell us tell us about the page. Um. Well, I made my page in 2012, so it just it just turned. I want to say nine. Yeah, nine. Um. And. I don't even know how it got so popular, to be honest. I just, you know, I I started making edits. And obviously, as I first started out, I was still learning, you know, about certain fonts and, you know, all that. But um, I just, I posted every day. And then, you know, my followers just spiked. And then the first time I went to w- Wilmington, I kind of just, like, blogged it all on that specific account. So followers kind of went up then, too. But I, I love it, honestly. It, keeps me busy I just kind of you know I'll sit around I'll make edits on my iPad I'll you know I'll pre-make some so I can just post them whenever wow it's awesome so everyone check it out the link is in the description while you're on Instagram what should they also check out Dom at Ravens podcast on Instagram that's where the, the fun's at right and what can people do when they're there Dom if they wanted to they can like our pictures they can send you messages they can send me messages through you and if you want to speak to dom directly and also for to promo it 
We also have a second podcast, which hopefully by the time this is out, we would have released our first one, hopefully. But what's it called, Dom? At Beyond Farpoint underscore TNG. So it's a Star Trek The Next Generation podcast. Very much looking forward to releasing that. And the link to uh, to the Star Trek Instagram will be in this podcast description as well. So support Dom and I on that journey. Dom is loving life with Star Trek. And uh, <laughs> it's awesome to listen to and it's awesome to hear the juxtaposition of of our roles and uh i'm having a lot of fun on there as well it's really cool sarah have you ever watched star trek no can't say i have well time, time to, to get stop. involved time watch to star wars <laughs> you've time to beam up and come on the enterprise and see yes, what's happening yes i nice. will i will have to get right into it oh i'll have to well i don't know why will, will i get some spoilers on your podcast dom no spoilers on my podcast. No Never. spoilers. Okay. All right. Well, I'll have to listen then. <laughs> there is a Romulan on the bridge, though. I'll tell you that. That's no, a spoiler. Stop. Stop. <laughs> stop now. That's a joke. Um, there's no Romulan. Uh, <laughs> okay. So the final bit. So firstly, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe. Appreciate it. Sarah, we really appreciate you coming on. And Mary, I know Mary had to go uh, at some point, but please send on to her uh, our thanks. Absolutely. Um, This is where Dom wants to say thanks. I know. Thank you so much for joining us. It's fantastic to have you on and thank you for your support as well and 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 sharing our our content and our stuff. It it means the world to us. So thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. I thank you guys. I appreciate you guys letting me come on and, you know, I you know, you guys have a great podcast. I don't I I love posting for you guys and, you know, promoting for you guys and I hope we can get more listeners and kind of promote each other, you know. For sure. We're incredibly grateful. Thank you. But before you go, the final thing is uh, we have to say Ravens on free, but every time we do it in a different accent. So I'm going to ask Dom because he always picks, you know, like sort of ones that, that we wouldn't think of. Dom, what accent will we be doing it in this week? Well, tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day, so it's going to have to be Irish. Oh, Irish. Sarah, can you do an Irish accent? Uh, Irish? <laughs> I've never done an Irish accent before. <laughs> well, Do- Dominic is pretty good at being able to give some pointers on how to do an Irish accent. What you firstly need to do is not do what I'm doing, because that's a terrible impression. Dominic, tell us about the Irish accent. You've always got to pick out a phrase that works for you that that sets you into the accent so mine with irish is four doors down which becomes four doors down (laughs) so good it's so annoying (laughs) predictions storylines and fucking accents I'm going to put that on my CV. <laughs> word for on word. My LinkedIn page will just say that. <laughs> hey, say some more things in Irish so we can get used to it. Uh, m- more than four doors down. I'm just more. continuously talking in Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs>
Right, you're going to have to count us in then, Dom. It's, it's going to be an awkward one because of the, the time difference, but let's give it a go. Right, here we go. <laughs> Ravens on three. One, two, three. Ravens. 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 <laughs>